Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, how to coach directs on interpersonal skills, part two. Hi everyone, this is Mike and welcome back to Manager Tools. Today, Mark and I finish up our conversation on coaching directs on interpersonal skills. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's show, you may want to go back and do that now. For those of you who are ready, here we go with part two. So we've tried to make the case for why coaching on soft skills is so critical, even though it's a it's a big drought out there, right? It's, it's a desert. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the oasis here. How do we do it? And how okay. can we coach to improve communications? Yeah. Um, just to go back for a quick second. Um, the reason we're doing this is that we've chosen to break down soft skills into two things, communication and relationships. Okay. In other words, interactions with others and interactions with others over a period of time. Um, so now we're focusing on the first of the two, which is communications. Um, you, you can, you can call it the basics of soft skills. If you want to improve someone's soft skills, start with their communications with others. Okay. Now we're going to talk about several different communications media in, in future casts, verbal, nonverbal, email, telephone, presentations, meetings, etc. And all those forms of communication can and have been measured. And therefore, if they've been measured, they can be changed if there's a will behind the effort. What we've learned is that if someone will work to change how they communicate, after a short period of lack of recognition by the others, right? Right. You change your behavior. There will be some period of time where they won't recognize that change in behavior. They got their old paradigms working. Yeah, exactly. But but after that, others will begin to perceive you as having better soft skills. We see that every time. Yep. And that will in turn affect trust, which affects relationships, which affects the ability to change behavior in organizations. And the hallmark of successful people in any organization is the ability to change behaviors. Yeah. And there are two parts to communicating, two, receiving and sending. Yeah. This is my favorite line of the cast. The way to success in changing communication skills and therefore more broadly soft skills in general is almost always through a change in receiving skills. Mm, that's exactly opposite of what people focus yeah. on. And, and right. that just that's just another reason why Peter Drucker is so smart. Because he said communication is what the listener does. Yeah. Look, I can prove it from the negative. If you change the way someone talks and they're still a lousy listener, they won't hear enough to make them smart enough to say the right things. Changing the way someone receives also makes them more likely to improve their sending as they learn more about what the other party wants and why they want it. In fact, if you start looking at things, communication skills, the first thing they start teaching is sensing the other person, which is essentially a form of receiving or a form of listening. The classic example of an abrasive communicator who suddenly listens better uh, um, it is is incredible because it creates two huge outcomes that people don't really expect. People people judge abrasive based on tone of voice often, and so on. But it's actually listening that where you get the big leverage. Um, uh, there are two huge outcomes. One, they stop interrupting. 
which is an enormous problem. Um, n- no amount of changing what they say will ever address. If you, if you convince someone to change what they say and they continue to say it while interrupting, they won't get a lot of credit. Okay. Um, uh, when, when you do that, they will be seen as much more respectful than they were before just by stopping interrupting. If, if, if you disagree with me, but I perceive you as respecting me, I will be much more likely to tolerate your disagreement and much less likely to find you abrasive. And, and again, no amount of changing what someone says, if they're always interrupting, uh, no amount of changing what they say, their utterances, their sending, will do that as quickly as changing their receiving or their listening skills. Exactly. Brilliant. So I get I get the the opportunity to to say the shortest and best line of the cast, which is if you want to change soft skills, almost always start with receiving or listening skills. You're right. You're right. That's the that's the cast of the line. I'm okay. I'm sorry. Line of the cast. <laughs> um, suddenly, suddenly, line of the cast or cast of the line. It sounds like we're doing a fishing show. I'm Dan Patrick, and you're Brad Paisley, and it's a country western song all of a yeah. sudden. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so we believe that changing soft skills is best started with coaching on receiving or listening skills. Right. So what about improving relationships? Uh, you and I both break it down into creating again. We think there's two parts to it: breaking it down into creating and maintaining relationships. Yep. Yeah. Let's understand why we break it down like that. I had an epiphany about 20 years ago about people and relationships. Um, and, and the fact is about half of the world, which is normal, it's okay. Half of the world aren't as comfortable as the other half in creating and maintaining relationships. Yep. Us high C engineers and IT folks, we just lead the way. Yeah. Right, off, us. Right, right off a relationship cliff. Um, oh, come on. Look, look, it's, it's, it's no sin to not naturally be called or to be drawn to having tons of friends hanging out all the time, texting each other all the time, going to Starbucks and knowing your barista's name, um, ha- having to say no to one party because you're already booked at another one, and quite frankly, another cooler party. It's no sin not to be that way. It's not. On the other hand, your lack of natural interest in relationships while not a sin at all, it's okay, can hurt you professionally. It is hurting you professionally if you describe yourself as not naturally drawn to relationships. We don't pay you to do what comes naturally to you. We pay you to do what the job naturally requires. And most jobs require communication and relationships with many, many folks. Okay. Well, that that seems pretty clear. That's not the epiphany. What what was the epiphany there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I was coaching a technical executive. Okay. Let's say he was in. I don't know. Let's say IT, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Just for the sake of argument. Yeah. Yeah. Surely hypothetical. I'm sure. Right. Total fiction. Making it up. Right. Good. Clear. Good. Good. Okay. Okay. I'm coaching this IT guy. And it's clear he's going to have to reach across some boundaries to make a project that he's running work. It's a big project. I'm there because as smart as he is, he's struggling with his first taste of executive level project. 
you know, politics, pettiness, backbiting, all that kind of good executive life stuff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So we had agreed on some folks he needed to read out, reach out to in the organization, some folks he'd never met. Uh, every week, I'd check on his goal achievement, and every week he'd f- fail, week after week after week, okay? At, at first, he had reasons, and then he had excuses, um, and then he just had nothing. <laughs> We've been at this maybe six weeks, and I mentioned to him, hey, you got to call this customer. And this is an external customer, uh, a general manager of a, you know, a big piece of business, maybe a $100 million business that he's running. Um, and and this, this manager I'm coaching is part of the organization that serves this customer. Okay. Um, guy's a senior VP who's the customer. Um, he, if he had a bad day, he can completely rain hell on this company where my manager, my executive is working. He could ruin 50 people's days just by saying I'm unhappy. Right. Um, but look, he's a tough guy, but he's known to be reasonable. Um, but now my coaching client didn't know this guy, didn't know the GM, but everybody knew he was the customer, knew who he was, and so on. And so like all the other folks he hadn't been calling in the last six weeks, right? he didn't call this customer either. No, he did. He picked up the phone. He called him. He went out to Philadelphia to meet the guy, spent a couple hours talking to him. No problem. You're kidding me. Well, that, yeah. That, I mean, that, I was okay. like, what? What? So what? what happened there? I was, what? What, what was that? <laughs> Um, and, and here's what happened. My epiphany was it hit me how different this was for him. And it was lucky I was able to stumble across it. Um, okay. I even told him, great, you've broken through, you know, you've, you, you've got it. But he said he, we, as we talked about it, I realized he was saying, no, not really. He says, basically, look, that guy's the customer. Everybody knows who he is. We already have a relationship with him. I'm just our point guy. No problem. In this guy's mind, he was simply maintaining an existing relationship and not having to create one. Even though the relationship huh. was with the organization and this guy. And the, 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 the epiphany I had was, it was, for him, creating a relationship that he was refusing to do. And, and perverse as it sounds, he believed a relationship already existed with this general manager. Even though he didn't have it. Right, exactly. The relationship existed by definition. He's a customer. We have to have a relationship with customers, right? Um, and that's when I started differentiating the behaviors um, because to over half the world, they're entirely different. Some people just don't want to create a new relationship, but they're okay going to a meeting and, and working with people they don't really know because they know that they're supposed to have a relationship with that development manager, with that QA manager, with that production manager, with that system engineer, whatever. Because they've seen their name on emails, they know that they exist, they know what they do, and so there's an implied relationship. Yeah, there's a difference mm. for some people between creating and maintaining. So there you go, creating and maintaining relationships. Two parts. Interesting. So I, I take it that in an upcoming cast, we're going to walk people through coaching these soft skills. Yeah, we, we might just <laughs> we might just do that. Okay. And you know, and other people are probably going, Wow, I I want this cast to be more actionable. Like, okay, yeah, but we can't cover all soft skill coaching in one cast unless it's twenty hours long. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, so this is a lot of this is introductory, but the the the, the, the promise will be delivered in 
the follow-on cast. Right. So, and, and we've got an interesting promise here coming. We got a, some interesting value coming up here in terms of the. Yeah. So, so, so let's yeah. do it. Let's let's give them some detailed guidance on that okay. first key coaching effort for soft skills, receiving skills. Right. So why don't we share some metrics for receiving coaching? Yeah. Isn't it funny when we say receiving coaching? I have in my head the words receiving coaching, but we don't mean that you're a manager yeah. being coached by an executive. We yeah, mean we, coaching we, one of your directs on how to be a better receiver. Right, right. Capital <laughs> Which R, is the more valuable coaching. skill of co- of communication, uh, of uttering and list- of speaking and listening. Listening or receiving is the more powerful one. Good, okay. Yeah. So what do you say? You want me to come up with 10? Well, okay, but why, why so many? Well, because some managers are going to disagree with nine of them because they're smarter than me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Managers are different. Directs are different. Some folks probably heard us talking about gate guards being measured for smiles and went, "Ugh, I don't like that." Yeah, I'm. I, 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 in fact, I, I want to be. I want to have a team just like that manager's team and sit right next to them and outperform them because I'm willing to measure things like smiles. If in fact, customer service is something that's important to us. Um, you re- read a thousand customer service books, and the one thing you learn is smiling really is a good business plan. Um, so look, we, we've got a number to choose from. Um, we, we, we're going to give everybody a, a bunch to choose from. We're not letting anybody say, oh, I didn't like their singular tense metric. I don't like their one metric. Um, they're going to have to choose to not like 10 of them. Yeah. Um, and if they choose not to like 10 of them, that's not a problem with our metrics. That's a problem with not wanting to coach on soft skills, which you've already identified as a black hole in the middle of a donut. And it's the most effective way to improve the performance of your team, whether they stay with you or not, because if you improve their soft skills, they're going to get promoted. Yeah. Good. Okay. So fair enough. So give us just 10. Okay. No interrupting. Number one, no interrupting. Number two, one breath rule. Um, number three, saying thank you when you start a reply to someone. Okay. Like number that. four, medicine ball body language. Okay, just step, stepping back a little bit. Medicine bowl, yeah, right? stepping Previous back a little cap. bit as you receive the question. Okay. Right. Um, no open palms with fingers up to other speakers. Smiling. You know, I had to put smiling in there. Yeah. Eye contact with the other person while agreeing with them. Huge issue. Mm-hmm. Versus looking away and agreeing, yeah, which is not really down. agreeing. Sure, I, I agree with you. Looking down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No buts. No howevers. We're gonna we're gonna only call that one, okay? And substituting like and instead of that, yeah. Instead of uh, butter well, but but look, all you have to do if you're a jerk is stop being a jerk. We, we don't need to make you great. You you just stop saying but. Just put a period after the you know where the, where the but would be, and and you could have two sentences. Okay. Um, uh, number nine, agreeing without qualification when there's a legitimate disagreement. Oh God. Okay, that sounds hard. Okay. Dude. Yeah, dude. Okay. Um, Dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Me too. I'm right there with you, buddy. Okay. Uh, uh, Number 10, verbally making a positive connection between two of the speaker's points. Oh, I like that. Okay. Number 11, specifically saying out loud you are interested interested in collaborating and cooperating. That actually works. It's a behavior. You could do it, and it helps. Right. It'd be a lie for some people, but okay. Yeah, well, yeah. We don't want anybody being unethical. And then number 12, deferring to the speaker without objection, simply allowing them to have their way. 
All right. Well, okay. So, Mr. Overachiever, that was, you, you, you had said 10. I just want you to know that you actually did 12. Yeah. I, see, now, this is beautiful. This is great. I feel so bad. I went over. You, we, I said 10, and I gave you 12. And here you are disagreeing, saying, well, the numbers don't add up. <laughs> right? You got extra, and you don't like it. I, love, I give you more than you asked for, more than I promise, and classic high C behavior. Yeah, I, it's not. You didn't give me 10. I got, I got two extra. What do I do with them? I, I, yeah. The simple, the simple thing would have been, hey, thanks. I maybe maybe you and I both need some listening coaching, right? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think that was what number was that? Was it because maybe it was like number eleven or number twelve? Because I after, I actually stopped listening after ten. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you shut down. I, so, why, why is he prattling on again? He, he's Mister Tangent. Yeah, right? yeah. So so maybe maybe I need some listening coaching. Maybe you need some speaking coaching. Dude. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah maybe maybe the next show you can give me some speaking coaching uh, That'd be yeah good. maybe not okay yeah okay look these are all reasonable proxies they're all good things to measure pick a couple only a couple and make use make the use of them you pick the goal you pick the target we're going to shoot for and then measure how well your direct does using them you don't have to be the person that measures you can ask somebody else to do it in a meeting if you're not at the meeting everybody always says to me mark i'm not in meetings with all my people okay but you are in some meetings with your people some of the time and you can ask other people to help out because you don't have to be the trainer all you have to be is a coach Okay. Just measuring, listening, and receiving skills will improve the soft skills of your directs. And we suggest you better be willing to do it because that donut exists and you are the only one, Mr. or Ms. Manager, who can legitimately fill it. Good. Okay. So let's, let's, let's wrap up. Okay. Um, so we had four major points. First, the why. Definitely, we believe that soft skills is the lever um, that gets missed. We're happy when coaching happens. We wish it would be more um, in in the soft skills arena. And it just seems like there's a black hole out there. And when you're coaching it, the coaching model still applies. There's no special magic. You don't have to be charisma or empathic or psychic. Right? You don't have to be an HR manager in order to coach soft skills. Um, it's it's totally about behavior. All we need is proxies for um, for the, the softness, right? And, and, uh, if you start paying attention to other people's behavior, it will jump out at you who has good soft skills and what they, with the kind of behaviors they engage in. Um, and the way to, the way to inch forward on behaviors is to set goals and to measure them. How many are there two this week and three next week? And if there are 10, uh, interruptions next week or this week, let's make a eight next week and four the week after and two the week after that and zero, um, people will catch on. Um, in terms of how, remember when we when we think of soft skills, we break it down into two areas: communications um, and relationships. And when we talk about communications, there's two sides: receiving and sending. And receiving is by far the more powerful. Um, in fact, we didn't talk about it in this cast, but putting together really good receiving skills with the behavioral overlay that the DISC tool represents, helping people see, right? How, can, can you observe someone's behavior? Can you analyze it? And then can you tailor your own response, right? Uh, which, which by the way, is a, is a core part of our San Antonio conference, but that's a separate, separate cast. Um, um, receiving is the more powerful of the two. Um, and and you've got, once you get that one down, then you can start coaching on sending. And then uh, in terms of soft skills, communications are how we interact with others and relationships are how we interact with others over a long period of time. Um, and there are two parts of that, creating relationships, which is notably different for many people than in maintaining a relationship. 
And then lastly, we shared um, a bunch of metrics. I think it might have been 12. I don't think it was 10. I think no, it wasn't. I, I we can tell over. you very definitively you it was tell, not 10. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I you had them. 10. You had 1 through 10 numbered out, and then you just put X and X next to number 11 and 12. Yeah, too many, a, too many. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. I could actually continue with the podcast. I was yeah. so thrilled. And I, I look forward to answering lots of questions about, okay, I need some metrics for coaching one of my directs on this. And I have done that 5,000 times, I think, in my life, and I'll be happy to help. Cool. That's it. Awesome, man. All righty. Thanks, partner. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about uh, this more in the future here. Yeah. I, I look forward to some casts on, on examples, some really detailed examples. Walk everybody through all four steps of the process and make them feel comfortable that, shoot, uh, we'll make it seem easy. It was not. We learned the hard way. And once you get it in your head, you'll be good at it. That's great. Yeah, let's do it. That'll be powerful. So let's, let's definitely yep. do that. All right, my friend. Good. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Whether it's on interpersonal skills or not, if you're not coaching your directs every single week, start now. I mean, it literally takes no more than five minutes each week. And if you don't believe that, you know, go back and listen to our coaching podcast. You'll find it's really easy and it makes a huge difference in terms of the capabilities of your people and of your organization. With that, we'll see you all again next week. So long. <laughs>